0: Football Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Garini, joined by my co-host, Nick Musto. Nick, how we doing today?
1: Awesome. Since yesterday was the start of football, and it worked out nicely for me and for you.
0: Hell yeah. In our Wag Me War zone, I was bold uh, in our draft, and I doubled up with Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. Two of my first three picks, I was nervous heading into this year. I had a little regret for that decision I made on draft day, but so far it's proven me a genius. Uh the two combined for nearly sixty. You know, you had Gabe Davis in that league. Solid outing from him, nineteen points. I think we all won last night.
1: Yeah. No losses unless you're a Rams fan or an acres owner.
0: Or A Rob. I mean I unfortunately A Rob was sad. Unfortunately I couldn't watch so I can't give you like an eye test for what Allen Robinson did on the field. Um, so what did you see? I saw he was targeted twice over the course of a 60-minute game when L.A. was losing by quite a bit. What did you see, Nick?
1: Yeah, so his second target was the last pass of the game into the end zone, and it was not catchable. So really, he was only targeted the one, the one time, and he caught it, a 12-yard catch, um, nice play. However, they were force-feeding Cooper Cup just as they did last year. And we saw last year Robert Woods off to a slow start to begin the season because they were force-feeding Cooper Cup. So we may see that with Allen Robinson as well. Um, Stafford looked bad. They're, the pass rush is insane. I don't know how many sacks the Bills had, but he was under pressure constantly. So his go-to option was to just look in the direction of Cooper Cup, someone he feels safe with. Um, when the pass rush isn't as strong as the Bills was last night, I'm sure Robinson will be have a more involved role. But Dapper was trying to get the ball out of his hands, and Cooper Cup was his option. Also, he threw a few picks.
0: Yeah, I saw he had three on the night. Um, Mm A-Rob is one of those guys that we talked about as targets to trade for early in the season, buy low on him. Is this performance making you nervous, or is this just uh, setting the appetite for you to trade for him? Is, Is this actually what you wanted? if you're looking to trade for Allen Robinson?
1: Uh, I want to trade for him now, and you can buy him cheap. Um, I'm not concerned. It was a rough game. It was the first game of the season. The Bills just dominated it in every single way. The only person on the Rams that performed was Cooper Cup because he's game-proof. Yeah, buy low on Allen Robinson, very low right now.
0: I can't believe how good Cooper Cup is. Uh, I didn't (laughs) think he can continue last year's success, at the rate that he was delivering. And lo and behold, what do he have? 13 for over 100 and a touchdown. You know? <laughs> the dude's yeah, just insane. Ridiculous. All right. Let's,
1: his, his touchdown catch was awesome.
0: Let, let's go through our socials Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. Follow us at Wagme Fantasy. Subscribe to our newsletter, Winning with Wagme. It's the What?
1: The New York Times of Fantasy Football.
0: Amen. You can subscribe on our website, WagmeFantasy.com. That's all the socials and newsletter for the day. These Friday mornings, we are fully intended on just setting you up for your weekend, going through injury reports, keeping you up to date, uh, lineup advice, and a couple, quote-unquote, pick mailbag questions that we accumulated throughout our socials. Nick, start us off with the injury updates. What should we do with Chris Godwin?
1: Well, he's not practicing as of Thursday. And that's odd because he practiced Wednesday in full with no knee brace. Um, So it's a little shadowy, shady about what's going on there. Um, I'm concerned. I think I'm benching him. I own him in two leagues, and I'm benching him for week one. Um, Not concerned about it for the long run, but for this week, I I would just avoid it.
0: He's on my bench as well. Uh, I'm rolling with Hunter Renfro over him. I feel like Renfro is a much safer option, especially with a matchup against Dallas. I don't know what Chris Godwin's pitch count will be. I feel like perhaps since he took off his brace and he was absent the next day, maybe he was a a little bit too inflamed slash sore from that first day with full range of motion. So it's not a good sign for me for week one. Again, I don't think it's going to be a long-term hindrance. I, I still can envision him su- uh, suiting up Sunday night and playing. It's just not going to be to his full extent.
1: Yeah, even if he suits up, don't don't really want that week. Just take the loss there. You got the best value in the draft. You got Chris Godwin late, and he's going to finish as a top 15
0: receiver. Al, so. Al Lazard, he got stepped on. We learned that yesterday. He, it, it happened last week. He's been – did he practice at all? I don't think he practiced yesterday. It's listed as an ankle injury. Again, he got stepped on by a teammate in practice last week. This concerns me. I am an Allen Lazard owner, excuse me, and I think I'm f- taking the ball out of his hands and <laughs> inserting someone else. I don't envision him being active on, on Sunday – and even if he is, I'm, I'm still a little bit worried.
1: Yeah, I'm avoiding it. I really don't want to play anyone in this Packers offense other than the two running backs this week. Um, and we can also you know, or touch on Christian Watson, who did practice yesterday, so he is back. Um, so they have the two rookie wide receivers. They have Randall Cobb and Sammy Watkins, I guess. <laughs> Don't really want to trust two rookie receivers for Aaron Rodgers. Don't want to trust Alan Lazard even if he's playing limited. Um,
0: It's just just not a good week. What about our boy, Romeo Dubs? He is listed behind Alan Lazard in the depth chart. If Lazard were to miss or play in very limited fashion, is Romeo Dubs the wide receiver to start in this receiving core?
1: I think it's Randall Cobb.
0: You think so? I – I agree with you that it's going to be a veteran, whether it's Sammy Sammy Watkins or Randall Cobb. I feel like week one, Aaron Rodgers is notorious for not leaning heavily on his rookies. I feel like trust is a big factor into who he throws to, and obviously Randall Cobb's going to have the most built up with him. Yeah. Elijah Mitchell, not limited. Uh, He was taken off the – was he taken off the injury report with his hamstring injury? Mm
1: -hmm i believe he was
0: yes okay well he is safe safe to start regardless he is healthy he's gonna suit up he's got a juicy matchup at chicago this weekend he he averaged eight yards per carry against them last year and went over for 100 i believe 137 yards and a touchdown could be wrong on that but somewhere around there cd lamb yeah
1: i'm okay go ahead cd yeah full participant not limited um looks like all things are a go the the lacerations no longer a hindrance um and i think this team's gonna have to pass a lot because you can't run the bucks
0: no you cannot uh dallas threw the ball 58 times against them last year it's not going to be that drastic i don't think but you know who knows dallas plays at a high pace of play if this game turns out to be a high scoring affair that could easily throw over 50 times i mean they've proven comfortable with that so cd is pretty much the only dallas cowboy other than dr schultz that i believe should be in your lineup i i'm weaning away from zeke and tony pollard this week just because the bucks like you mentioned have a stout run defense
1: um jk dobbins limited thursday um this is someone else that i really wouldn't expect to play this week and if he does i'd be scared to start him um, I think this is the only, probably the only week where you can start Mike Davis and feel okay about it, I guess. Um, someone's going to be running the ball other than Lamar Jackson, and I, I just don't see Dobbins coming back yet this week. And that's surprising because I thought in the offseason that he would be ready for week one.
0: It, I've been reading quite a bit because I, I have J.K. in our league, the War Warzone. I really don't know what to expect from him for week one. I feel like he's going to be listed as doubtful. We haven't really gotten true injury designations yet. I believe those come out either today or tomorrow. But nonetheless, he's limited. John Harbaugh has talked about, you know, he's he's looked good, he's on track, et cetera, and so forth. But it's still not strong enough language for me to think J.K. Dobbins is going to play as the starting running back this weekend. You know, they brought in Kenyon Drake as well, so I I feel like they're going to roll with their veterans to come out the gate and wean him into the season.
1: Uh, Michael Thomas limited on Thursday. Um, Reports from him are saying that he said he's hopeful to play. I think he will play this week, Um, but do you feel comfortable with Michael Thomas in your
0: lineup? Not really, because I feel like that New Orleans – Falcons game can get out of hand quick and New Orleans is just going to ground and pound on them eventually. They they have Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara for this weekend. I don't want to play the Russian roulette with which New Orleans receiver is going to lead them. So, I'm going to sit on the other side of the fence, see how Chris Olave impacts Michael Thomas, see even what he looks like after 2 years of being absent. So, I'm yeah. I'm okay even if he's healthy leaving him out of my lineup. Yeah, even though
1: this sounds like a juicy matchup on paper, um, the Falcons are actually, they they have a pretty good pass defense. AJ Terrell's PFF's number one rated corner. Um, So it's not as juicy as it sounds.
0: Yeah, no, Terrell is one of the best in the league. Such a young star too. Zach Wilson is out closer to four weeks than week one. Uh, they, there was some reports that he could maybe suit up week one. They test him earlier in the week. His head coach, I think it's Robert Sala. Uh, that's how you say his name. But he said that Wilson will be out closer to until week four than he is now. That's not good news. I mean, he, he just had surgery on his meniscus less than a month ago. So I feel like that's an appropriate timeline. Joe Flacco is going to be the man out there. Really makes me feel less secure with a Jets receiver. If you already roster one, Uh, don't expect them to be consistent.
1: I feel the opposite. I think Joe Flacco, Elijah Moore said in an interview that Flacco throws a more receiver friendly ball, which is a nice way of saying to Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco passes better than you. Um, so I'm really not concerned that much about the Jets receivers this week. Um, I, I'm more concerned about who he's going to target the most because we don't know.
0: I think it's Elijah Moore. Uh, last year, Probably. Last year with Mike White. Was it Mike White? Yes, it was Mike White. Yes. Moore had a strong part of his season. He was a top six receiver for like a month of football last year i just you know it's the jets it's a shithole I, th- I, th- I think that comment is more so like joe flacco he doesn't have the arm strength of zach wilson and it's friendlier in that way you know it's a soft pie getting thrown out his face instead of rocks you know
1: possibly ken walker. um ken walker oh, go ahead didn't practice um you weren't starting him anyways just- Move on. Ken Walker probably will take over when Rashad Penny goes out, which will be in a couple weeks. I hope not. Uh, I, I know you hope not, but I hope so.
0: He's an exciting player, uh, Penny. When he, he is when he's got the ball, he's furious. KJ Hamler. He is limited with a knee slash hip injury. I expect him to play, but nonetheless, he's going to carry that questionable designation into game day. He doesn't play until Monday, so that gives him an extra day to to rest and recover. Zach Ertz did not practice Thursday. He was limited Wednesday. Rondell Moore was limited with a hamstring injury sustained yesterday in Thursday's practice. So Arizona's carrying in a banged up and depleted receiving room without DeAndre Hopkins already. Are you concerned that Kyler could have a dud week to start the season against Kansas City?
1: Um, I. Not really concerned about Kyler, although it could happen. I'm not concerned about Marquise Brown. Um, I think that he's just going to have a huge week simply because there's no other options from the looks of it right now that are healthy other than A.J. Green. Um, But Kyler could suffer a little bit from only having one target.
0: I agree. It's going to trim off his top, but I still can't sit the man. He's one of the best dual threat quarterbacks in the league. Chase Edmonds, Miles Sanders, full participants, they will be in on Sunday. They both have interesting matchups polarizing one way or another. Edmonds plays against New England, Sanders against Detroit. Detroit's one of the worst rush defenses. New England's one of the best. Uh, So just be aware of their matchups. Let's get into lineup advice. We already mentioned Chris Godwin. What are you doing with Zeke? We glimpsed over it, but is he in your lineup at all, or – would you bench him in favor of? Oh, I don't know. I'll throw out a name: Ramondre Stevenson.
1: Um, I I don't want to play Zeke this week. I'm gonna look at my bench and see what running backs I have there. Um, I'd go Pierce. I'd go Hall. I'd go Stevenson. I'd go Dylan. The all those guys. I'd start over Zeke this week.
0: Bad matchup. Uh, I I always say, don't mess with your lineup in week one and play your best players because you don't really know how impactful the matchup will be until we're actually in the season because things change every year but yes i i think tampa bay's defense is going to gobble zeke up avoid Jalen. we know how this one i'm avoiding jalen waddle this week he was on one of my sits for this week one he's got a bad matchup against new england who lost jc jackson from last year's defense but nonetheless still ranked arguably the best defense against wide receivers except for Buffalo. Um, so, yeah, what else do we have, lineup advice?
1: Um, I'm not really into starting rookies to start the season. Um, that would be J- Trelon Birch, Jalen Tolbert, uh, Brees Hall, who I mentioned I'd start over Zeke, which I still would. i would stray from this philosophy. But, yeah, Brees Hall, Damian Pierce, those guys. Just let it play out for a week. You didn't. You drafted Brees. Brees is the only one that you really drafted to start Week One. Um, so I would. I would just wait. Just see what happens. You, you just let the offense show you what how it's going to perform this season, and then feel comfortable putting them in or benching them.
0: I agree. I, I like that advice. Uh, no need to trust them too early. Better be safe than sorry. My last piece, I want to emphasize and hammer this home. I just said it. Don't mess with your lineup from now on uh, unless if, you know, there's injuries that force you to play your best players week one. You don't truthfully know how the matchup is going to impact them. Again, if you're on the fence between two guys, whatever decision you made initially, just stick with it. Don't second guess yourself. We'll be fine. It's week one. There's a lot to learn from this weekend. We can only go in it with our best assumptions. Like it. Let's get into pickums. Some questions that we've accumulated throughout our socials. If you want to get a question on here, just ask us uh, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Just leave it in the comments. We'll be sure to address it. Quarterbacks, who are you starting this week? Dak Prescott or Jamez Winston?
1: I'm going Dak. I think he's going to have to throw a lot, which will benefit him and his fantasy
0: scoring. Winston does have a juicy matchup at Atlanta, but like I said, I feel like the air attack is going to be limited just because the game's going to be out of hand so quick. So I'm going with Dak, too. I just thought that was an interesting one I saw. Trey Lance at Chicago or Kirk Cousins home against Green Bay?
1: Hmm. I think I'm going to go Trey Lance. Chicago's defense is poor. Um, and this could be a closer game than we think it's going to be, um, which would require Lance to throw and run still throughout the game instead of just handing it off to Elijah Mitchell um, in the
0: second half. I'm on the other side. I'll take Kirk Cousins just because he's trustworthy. We just mentioned about rookies don't put too much trust in him. Trey Lance isn't a rookie. He played in games last year, but this is going to be his first game as the starting quarterback quarterback for the entire season. So I'm fine with rolling with Kirk cousins, the veteran in week one, David Montgomery or Elijah Mitchell in all San Francisco, Chicago matchup.
1: Um, I'm going Elijah Mitchell. The the Niners have one of the best run defenses in the league and the bears do not. And I think Elijah Mitchell is also a better running back. I also expect a lot of dump downs from Trey Lance this season. Um, to bail him out of trouble because he is not as experienced as Jimmy Garoppolo was So I expect an uptick in Elijah Mitchell's receiving game and I think he's the surefire pick here
0: good answer Michael Pittman or Cortland Sutton
1: mm, that's a tough one I think I'll go Sutton though um, revenge game for uh, Russell Wilson going up against his old team in his old stadium uh, and I think Cortland Sutton's the receiver that benefits from this more so than Judy
0: I agree. Sorry, I don't. I think that was your phone. It was. I just muted it. Sorry, it was Pittman. my laptop. You just hurt your ears. Uh, I'm going Sutton <laughs> as well. I, I feel like yeah, Denver's gonna hang 35 points in the first half, and Sutton's gonna find the end zone. Pittman, meanwhile, I I feel like he's gonna have a great da- game against Houston, but like Winston in Atlanta. I feel like Indianapolis is just going to be ahead of Houston the whole game. There's no real reason to air it out more than 30 times. Uh, So that's why Sutton is my answer. Running backs, now you got to pick one out of these next three. This is going to be my RB2 for the week. Do I start Damian Pierce, home against Indianapolis, Tony Pollard, home against Tampa Bay, or Mondre Stevenson on the road at Miami? Thanks.
1: Um... Damian Pierce. Don't want to play Tony Pollard against Tampa Bay. And I don't really, like, pitchers are just bad when they go to Miami. Um, so, yeah, I'm going Damian Pierce here. I f- Just a hard floor.
0: I want Ramondre Stevenson out here because Damian Pierce is a rookie. Although I, I feel like he's set up to have a good game, good game flow. I'm still taking Stevenson. I feel like he's a lead back for New England, and we just aren't ready to admit it and I believe he's going to be involved throughout the receiving game and he's going to lead the way on the ground as well I like Stevenson the matchup does tilt into Pierce's favor nonetheless my answer is Andre for week one Chase Edmonds or A.J. Dillon Edmonds is home against New England Dillons at Minnesota my answer is A.J. Dillon it's pretty easy for me
1: yeah A.J. Dillon as well Chase Edmonds hurt right now kind of not really but he's not on he's not in, he's not technically injured on a report anymore but I'm
0: concerned about him the matchups favor in Dylan Edmond or New England's yeah. one of the best defenses on guarding the running back in the receiving game pick one out of these next three this is my own personal question Hunter Renfro Chris Godwin or Rashad Penny
1: I'll go Rashad Penny there. Pick the floor. Don't know how Renfro's role is going to look in it with Devontae Adams now. I'd let it play out for a week. Godwin may be limited or not on the field, so that may answer it for you. And then Rashad Penny, no Ken Walker, should run the ball fairly, a lot. I guess a lot, because they can't pass with Geno Smith.
0: I'm going Hunter Renfro, but I you know could last second change it to Penny. I feel like those two are the right options to roll with. Pick two out of the next three. Michael Thomas at Atlanta, Hunter Renfro at the Chargers, Christian Kirk at Washington.
1: Hmm. Um, I think I'd go Christian Kirk here. Michael Thomas uh, hurt right now. Right now, sorry. Um, Hunter Renfro, as I said earlier. On the last question, you don't know what his role is going to be with Devontae Adams there. And Christian Kirk, that page, should be clear-cut wide receiver one for what we think will be an improved offense against the poor defense in
0: Washington. I like Kirk. I'll agree with you there. I think the matchup's great. No starting safeties. Healthy and active from last year's squad for Washington in week one. And I'll take Connor Renfro over Michael Thomas week one. Second to last one. I got two Chiefs, Juju, C-E-H, and then I also have Kareem Hunt. Who's my starting flex this week? Juju. I say Kareem. Starting mm,
1: I, how do you trust Kareem with Jaco- Jacoby Brissett?
0: They won't be able to throw downfield. Reem's one of the best receiving backs out of the backfield. I feel like a lot of play designs with Jacoby Brissett are going to Taylor and Kareem Hunt's favor. It's going to be a dogfight. I feel like Carolina is going to push Cleveland's limits with Baker playing his former team. And I also don't want to play this roulette game with the, the Chiefs. Juju, I don't know if he's the lead receiver in Kansas City. It could be Sky Moore, McCall Hardman, Marquez Valdez, Scanling. Uh, CEH, meanwhile, he's splitting his backfield with Pacheco. Is Ronald Jones still on the team?
1: Uh, uh, I think he
0: is I think so too but regardless I don't have a lot of confidence in any chief other than Travis Kelsey for week one I'd rather opt out of that game and put in Kareem Hunt someone that I know is going to handle some receiving work and ground game duties last one who's my starting tight end Pat Fryermuth at Cincinnati or Hunter Ren or Hunter Henry excuse me at Miami
1: the Moose uh, Cincinnati's not good against tight ends and I don't want to start any Patriots this week.
0: Valid answer. I don't know who I would pick. I'd probably side with Pat Fryermuth. Um, he had a nice touchdown against Cincinnati last year in their blowout victory over the Steelers. I feel like he can find the end zone here as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, they're talking about getting him more involved this season as well, which I like because I like the talent that he offers.
0: Okay, these are supposed to be 20 minutes. We went over. Sorry, we we just love talking about fantasy football. We're at minute 25. Nick, we're going to wrap things up. Do you have any last comments, uh, good luck statements, anything like that? Uh,
1: Drop Cam Akers, that's it.
0: (laughs) I don't think it's that drastic. Trade them, if you will, uh, for a bag of chips. But good luck to all of our listeners. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, we'll be here with you all throughout the season. We're going to have a higher success rate than our league opponents. So stick with us. Follow us on our socials. Connect with us there. If you want to hear any questions being answered on one of these, just ask us. Uh, we're always friendly. We're always open to also, talking. Go ahead.
1: Uh, Sunday morning, I will be live on TikTok answering any stardom, sit questions. If you'd like to join the live stream, ask your question. I'm sure I'll answer it.
0: Hell yeah, and I'll be answering Uh, questions. Probably
1: from 11 to 12.
0: Good, 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 and I'll be answering questions on Facebook. Unfortunately, it can't go live. I have to work Sunday morning, but I'll still be there as well if you follow us on there. Subscribe to our newsletter, Winning with Wagme, at wagmefantasy.com. That's my last bit of advice for week one. We're done here. Thanks for listening, guys.